You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast season three, how to find a remote job. So if you're a highly skilled human ready to ditch the office and the clutches of the commute and instead work for an awesome company right from your kitchen table or a co-working space or wherever in the world, you're going to love this season. I've created the ultimate resource bursting with actionable tactics and tips for finding a remote job, as well as a smooth transition to the remote work style so that you can enjoy more freedom and flexibility in your work and in your life. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, marketing strategist and consultant, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work obsessed. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode 62 of Thriving Empire podcast season three, how to find a remote job. How are you doing this week? Oh my gosh, I hope you're doing really well. I have still got crazy hay fever. There is some kind of flower or tree bugging the CRAP out of me at the moment, but I can't really complain. It's 33 degrees here in Mexico. I'm in my bikini and I hope wherever you are, you are having an awesome day too. Now, I get asked a lot about the kind of tech skills that you need to get a remote job, but in reality, the tech you need to know for a remote role is actually not that much different than for a co-located office role since business of all kinds is increasingly reliant on tech tools, systems, and stacks across all functions. But don't worry, we're talking tech today so that you know exactly what's involved in the kind of tech requirements for a remote company. But first, I just want to make sure that you know I offer 30-minute remote career consults. Just head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash career consult and I'll let you know all about, or well, more information over there and how to book. So if you'd like a personalized remote career job search strategy, I can totally help you with that, regardless of your tech skills and remote experience. Now, as I said already, business is increasingly reliant on technology. So whether you work in an office or from your kitchen table with a team located around the world, each function, each function within a business is said to have its own tech stack, which basically means the collection of tech tools and systems that are used to get their work done. For marketing, it's called a MarTech stack. So don't let that term confuse you when you hear the term tech stack. A tech stack is just the collection of software, tools, or systems used by certain teams or functions within the business. Now, the number of tech tools that each company and team uses will be will really depend on the business structure, the model of size, what they're making and creating, um, and you know how they're operating. There's no one-size-fits-all tech stack tech um, skill set um, as a result, you know, for 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 uh, the remote workforce in general, which is why it might feel a little confusing and intimidating at first because you see all these different job specs with all these different um, tech stacks and you're just thinking, oh my gosh, I need to know how to use everything. You absolutely don't. Now we're going to talk through the different types of tech typically used by remote companies and you might be surprised, as I've already said, that it's not that different from your existing role or previous office job. You won't have experience in all the tech tools a company uses, of course not. That's perfectly all right. And it's likely that you're going to learn new tools in each role and companies are actually prepared to onboard you knowing that you might not have experience in that tool, as well as knowing that you may not have worked remotely before. And they often have their own protocol that they train you on, right? Because their culture and their values and, you know, the way they run their company affects how they use that tool. So for example, every company uses Slack differently. There's no one size all prescription for using Slack. So just because you know how to use Slack in your existing company doesn't mean you'll know the protocol in your next company. So be prepared to learn it and just rest assured that you will be taught it as well. 
Now the job spec, uh, the job posting on the job board will specify what tech experience is required, which is usually referring to your area of expertise or your profession. So like a designer who might need five years experience using Adobe Creative Suite. And um, then they also um, indicate which are the skills that are nice to have, like the more generic project management or communication tools like Slack or Monday. So let's go through the five tech skill types that you need for a remote job. So tech type one is the tech tools of your trade. So you'll already be familiar with the tech tools of your trade because you're already using them because you're already doing your job. Now every business function, remote or co-located, uses the tools of their trade to operate. So for example, if you're in UX, uh, user, user experience design, you're likely to use perhaps Envision, Figma, Sketch, Origami Studio, any number of tools, okay? But you know, there, there are a lot of tools do the same thing. So Figma and Sketch sort of do the same thing, but companies tend to use one or the other. So you may be using Figma now and your, uh, uh, your next company may be using Sketch. You just have to learn that tool, but it does the same thing. So you'll probably be able to get your head around it quite quickly. And since you're a smart cookie, you can totally do that. Or maybe, for example, you're a designer. And like I said before, the company requires five years experience of Adobe Creative Suite. Well, that just indicates to you that they're looking for a mid-level professional and you can decide if you fit the bill or not before applying. Okay, so let's move on to tech type two. These are the tech tools of your team workflow. So each team within a company, whether it's marketing, design, development, what have you, they have their own unique set of tools that they use to get their work done. So this is called their workflow. I like the definition by Process Street. They say this, workflows are the way people get work done and can be illustrated as a series of steps that need to be completed sequentially in a diagram or checklist. So each team across the business all have their own unique workflows and the collection of tools and systems they use to get their work done. Now within each team, you'll have specialized workflows, right? Okay, this is just, I'm probably just repeating myself here, but it's just a series of steps, okay, required to publish, for example, to publish a blog post or a series of steps required to publish every podcast episode um, or a social media campaign. And that's just creating the content. Within marketing, we create content, we distribute the content, and we analyze the results all within different workflows, which means there's a lot of tech going on. And that's just for the marketing team. So imagine in an entire company, how many different tech tools and systems they're using, but you won't need to know or be able to use all of them because again, they are team specific. Now, all these tools, you know, um, will will be familiar to you. You probably will have heard of them. Um, if not in practice, you know, you will have heard of them at least by name, unless you've been out of the loop for the last decade, which is also possible if you've taken a career break or you're changing career right now and you're getting into something new or you've left for maternity, paternity leave or illness or whatever. But either way, here's the good news. You can train yourself on these tools, right? You can do courses in them or some remote companies offer in-house training in them. And of course they have their own protocol for using them. So again, don't let that intimidate you. You are smart. Let them know what you can do, how you can help them, and don't focus on the tech that you don't know. Now, here's tech type three. This is the tech for organization. Now, companies use many different tools and systems to organize themselves, and these are the tools that you can totally learn on the job with no previous experience required. If they're specified in the job posting, it's usually because they're just letting you know, and it's a nice to have, and it 
it would be nice if you had experience, but you don't actually have to. And it's mostly just for information purposes only. So Trello, Trello Asana, Basecamp, and sometimes just Google Drive or Dropbox. Sometimes these are the same as their project management tools, which is the next section of tech types, um, and sometimes not. But each company ideally should have a formal protocol in place for using these tools that really aligns with their values and culture and way of doing business. But you can learn them more quickly by paying attention to how your colleagues are using them. And of course, then each of these tools themselves have blogs, tips and training for best practice and basic usage. So you can just sign up for their blog post and newsletter and stay up to date with their latest tricks for using their own tools. Tech type four is the tech for communication and collaboration. So for communication, think email, online chat, video meetings, and maybe phone and text messages. And in terms of software and hardware as well. So on the hardware side, you'll need to have a good quality camera and microphone and know how to use them. You'll have to get used to selecting the right input and output and the system's preferences of whatever tool you're using. You've got to Google this or ask a friend. Don't ask the company or your hiring manager. This is something you need to figure out yourself outside of your company. Now, um, you'll also need to test it before you use it. And often you're going to be able to do this for the interview because, yes, they will be interviewing you um, using the tools that they use for video meetings, likely, or audio calls. They'll be paying attention to your ability to show up for the first interview on time and with everything working, including your camera, your microphone, and, of course, your internet connection. Now, on the software side, they might use anything from Slack or Flock or Fleep, Workspaces. These are the tools you can learn on the job, again, with the right protocol in place that the company has put in place. That will help you a lot. And a side note, but not a tech skill, but we mentioned this in episode 60, two episodes ago. Zapier said, hire people who can write. So this is his advice to other remote companies. And he says this, in a co-located office, a lot of information is shared in person. In a remote situation, almost everything is shared via written communication. Communication is one of the most important parts of a remote team. Therefore, good writers are critical to a team's success. So really, when you're talking about the communication and collaboration tools, you're also going to be assessed and sort of graded, I guess, um, on your ability to really use them to communicate with your writing. Now, tech type five, this is the tech for project management. Now, same as with organization and communication tools, different companies and teams use different platforms. Some are communication, collaboration, and project management tools rolled into one. And some are not. Some companies have three different systems for each of those uh, each of those areas. But again, you can learn them on the job. And each company should really have a formal protocol in place for using those tools, okay? So you can learn them more quickly by paying attention to how your colleagues are using them, just as I mentioned before. And again, use the... Um, the blogs and the tips and the training created by the tools themselves um, to learn how to use them really well and maybe even bring some best practice and learning to your team. That would be pretty cool. So tech type six, this is tech for, well, I just put miscellaneous here because there may be other tech types too that I haven't referred to, like time tracking apps for some, for instance, or invoicing and, and payments and things like that or you know, industry-specific tech tools. But ditto, you can learn them on the job and the company will have protocol in place. But listen, you can demonstrate your tech agility during the application and hiring process simply by doing things like uploading a video cover letter that you've um, uploaded to Vimeo or YouTube, which shows you know 
um, a basic aptitude for the basic technology. You can also show an online portfolio, a digital CV on a web page that you've created or coded, and just by sending a PDF as your CV or resume so that Apple users or um, or Microsoft users don't have to convert Word docs or, or Pages docs, you know, to be able to see it. It's these little touches that go unnoticed when they're done, but they really blow people's minds when they're done well, and they leave hiring managers underwhelmed when they're kind of forgotten about and not taken into consideration. So there you go. Not too confusing at all, right? The six tech types, and um, you know, only that really the tools of your trade or profession are the non-negotiables, and I'm willing to bet 99% you probably already have them because you're already doing your job um, as a knowledge worker. And all the others you can teach yourself, learn on the job, and follow company protocol for. So head over to Worksheet 10 in the podcast pack to get the cheat sheet so that you have a handy reference for the different tech types and so you can drop them into your CV or pepper them in your cover letter and interview in the form of questions about how the company does things. I mean, yeah, I, I help formu you formulate different questions about, you know, how, you know, what systems they use because just asking the right questions about that sort of thing shows that you're tech savvy but also thinking about how the company functions efficiently as a remote company because things like asking what project management tool the company uses I think that alone will really help you stand out from the crowd because you've got this kind of remote intel going on now if you don't have the worksheet yet don't worry you can grab a copy in the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 62 but anyway that's it from me this week I'll see you next week on Thriving Empire podcast but until then keep living and working on your own terms so that you can build your career and the life you really want simultaneously have a good one bye thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me now if you're not subscribed already head over to stephanieholland.co that's C-O and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode and if you're enjoying the show I have a favor to ask you would you rate and review it on iTunes please just search Thriving Empire on iTunes click subscribe then ratings and reviews and you'll be asked to give it a start rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too, so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire.